Welcome to Build Your Tribe with your host, Shalene Johnson. Yo, what is up? This is Build Your Tribe 2.0, where I answer your questions about anything related to owning, operating, and growing your business. My name is Shalene Johnson, and you name it, I've done it in business, from selling knives door-to-door to infomercials to used car lots to online businesses. I've either done it or I've coached somebody else to a level of success that you too can achieve. You just need to know the formula to have a little persistence and some inside information. And so that's what we're gonna do here. I'm gonna answer your questions. No question too small, no question too big. If I can't answer it, I'll tell you where you can probably find the answer. You can ask your questions by going to shaleenjohnson.com forward slash ask So let's get to it, y'all. Hey, Shaleen. My name is Tori Toth, and I live in New York City. I've been doing video in my business uh, religiously for over a year now. I have over 133 videos on YouTube that I've actually been transferring over to my Facebook fan page. Now, um, one of the things I recently started doing, because I feel like a lot of people are seeing the same content on my Facebook, on my YouTube, um, and I'm also trying to get more engagement over on Instagram. I've been creating these teases, these video teases. So it'll be um, on Instagram, it'll be a 15 second tease. On Facebook, it'll be a 30 second tease. And basically what I do is I quickly say what I'm going to talk about in my weekly video over on YouTube. And I try and get people to go over to my YouTube page and become a subscriber, um, as well as comment, like, share, and really get my information out there. So regardless of what platform I'm on, I'm just really not getting engagement. On Facebook, I'll get, you know, maybe a handful of likes, uh, maybe one or two shares or a comment. Um, I have about 5,000 fan uh, 5,000 viewers on my fan page, um, just about 1,500 subscribers on my YouTube channel, and just over 1,000 on Instagram, and there's just no engagement. I'm hearing crickets. So what can I do, um, especially in terms of video, to really get more engagement and give people what you know the advice that they really need in terms of home staging? You can find me at ToriToth.com. My Facebook fan page is Facebook.com forward slash home staging tips. Thanks, Shaleen. I love it when people are just, you know, human enough, humble enough to say, I'd love some feedback. Tori, I've been stalking you online since you left this message. I've watched so many of your 133 videos. I've looked at a lot of your stuff online. And what's clear to me is you have a lot of media training. I mean, you're very comfortable on camera. And I think most people would assume that you are a seasoned veteran in front of the camera. So I personally think that makes it even cooler that you have asked for input. And I hope that listeners... Um, lifers of Build Your Tribe will support you and honor you for that by checking out your website. That was ToriToth.com. And I want to thank you for letting us know where I could see more of your stuff in terms of your social media, because that really did allow me to get a full sense of what is going on and why, because it really just didn't make sense to me as much, as great as you are on camera, why you weren't getting engagement. So my feedback is to you, but it's this, this feedback will really help, I think, anyone who's creating video. And then also, I'm going to address um, a dilemma that we all face, which is 
where most of us are on more than one social media platform. But yet we tend to share that same piece of media on all the platforms on pretty much the same day or roughly the same period of time. And so we wonder sometimes if we're oversaturating. So I'm going to address those two things. First, Tori, I want to say that it seems to me you have a very specific niche. Now, I am a fan of having a niche. The riches are in the niches, as they say. However, I also think from time to time, we can over-niche ourselves. In other words, be too specific. So from what I've watched, and I've watched a lot of your videos, I think who you're speaking to is a seller who needs to stage their home for sale. I didn't get the impression that you're speaking to real estate agents, although the information transfers. I felt like you were probably talking to sellers. Now, and this is a universal takeaway for everybody. Tell people who your stuff is for. So if you've listened to more than one episode of Build Your Tribe, you, you hear that repeatedly. I'm telling you, I'm making it very clear if this is a show for you or not. This is a show to help you build your business. This is a show that teaches you how to create and build an online business, specifically how to build your email list and how to use social media to do that. And I'm always restating that. So I think it's a good idea to tell people who your stuff is for, whether it's a podcast, a YouTube, a Facebook video, etc. And I watched enough years that I, I wasn't 100% clear, but I do think you're talking to sellers. Okay, now here's where you think you may have over-niched yourself. Your lifespan with your customer, if that's the case, is very small. It's like a two-week period, if you think about it. When someone realizes that they need to get their house ready for sale to go on the market, that's like maybe a two-week period, and then you think you got it, right? So when do they come back to you? When do they re-engage? The relationship's kind of over, I guess. Unless, of course, you're figuring out what steps or what stage you could help them with next. Like, for example, could you also provide them tips on how to decorate their new home, how to plan for spaces, how to um, make your old furniture fit in your new space, stuff like that. If that were the case, then you could continue building on a longer relationship with your customer. My general observation is this. The reason why I watched so many of your videos is not because I'm putting my home on the market. It is because I think everybody walks into a staged home and they think to themselves, man, I got to go home and get rid of some of my clutter. I would like my house so much better if there wasn't all this like stuff, right? And how many people have got their own home ready to sell and then thought, hey, this place is kind of nice now that we've planted some flowers, we've hung some new curtains. So I just wonder if maybe you shouldn't be speaking to everyone who's interested, and this is still niched, everyone who's interested in decorating with what they already have. In other words, doing a better job of staging our homes without having to buy all new stuff or hire a decorator. That to me is someone who would continually come back to your Facebook page, continually come back to your YouTube and engage. So I think you need to lengthen the lifespan of the customer that you're working with. Number one. Number two is I think that you could really benefit from expanding who you're speaking to because even though I would watch the videos and think to myself, oh, this applies to me. There was this moment where at the end of the video, you have this uh, close um, that you use where you say something about um, getting, the, getting to the selling table or something like that. 
And it just kind of left me with this last taste in my mouth where I felt like, oh, so maybe this video wasn't for me. Maybe this is just for sellers, but it really is. It's for everybody. So that's just one tiny suggestion for everybody. Have you perhaps over niched yourself? Is there a broader, a little bit broader market that you could be talking to? And how can you serve your customers for a greater length of time? My customers, I hope to serve for their life. Whatever I figure out next, I'm just going to keep learning and sharing and learning and sharing. Now, it also reminds me of another Marketing Impact Academy student who I've had conversations with who, much like Tori, had a very niched short life lifespan with her quote unquote target customer or ideal lifer because she was a lactation specialist. At best, she might be able to help her ideal customer with their next baby But oftentimes, she's so good at what she does that they had no problem breastfeeding the next baby. So I worked with her to help her understand how there were probably other things in terms of child development and nutrition and caring for your baby and bonding with your baby and then bonding with your toddler and all of these things that she's learned as her own children have developed, that if someone has come to trust her enough to spend the most intimate moments after birth, if someone trusts you and likes you enough and they've, you've been a part of that very special experience with them, they already trust you and like you enough to be able to follow your advice when it comes to rearing toddlers and dealing with um, preteens and teenagers. And, and so just consider how much longer you could serve the people who you like working with. I think that's great advice for all of us. This next question also has to do with social media. And we're going to circle back to Tori's Facebook, YouTube, Instagram dilemma. Hey, Shaleen, it's Molly Richards. How are you? I just have a couple questions I would love your help on. How do you think I should use my existing social media following, like on Facebook and Instagram, to help me build my new YouTube show? And then my second part is, do you think it's a good idea to show like little teaser videos and, you know, on my social media um, sites that I have already, my personal ones, to say things like, to see the rest of this video, go to my YouTube channel, go to my YouTube show. And my YouTube channel is Molly Motivates and my everything's Molly Motivates, mollymotivates.com. I'm so excited about it and I would love your expertise. Thanks so much. Okay. By far, hands down, no contest. This is the most popular asked question. And so if you left a message for me this week or over the last couple of weeks asking something similar, well, here ya go. I believe what we do in social media has to first start with looking at our own behaviors, looking at our own preferences. I don't know about you, but when I am following someone on Instagram, and I'm going to give you some specific examples, one account that I follow in particular, I, I used to love that they would do these little 15-second sped-up recipes. Like they'd use four or five ingredients, and they would speed up the recipe really quickly, and then everything that was listed in the recipe was below in the comments. And then maybe about three months ago, they stopped uh, giving you the full video. What they would do is show like the finished product and say for the full video and the recipe, head on over to so-and-so's page. And I'm like, okay, okay, first of all, that's annoying. Okay, fine. So then I'll go over to this other Instagram account where supposedly this recipe is featured. And then I would search for that video. And then that video, I'm hoping, was going to be 15 seconds of the full recipe and with everything that's included in the ingredients below the video. 
uh, yeah, no, not so much. So then I would find that video and that video would say, for the complete video, head on over to YouTube. And I was all like, dude, I am on Instagram right now. I ain't got time to head on over to YouTube while I am on Instagram. YouTube is at a different part of the day for me. Now, I don't know how y'all feel about this, but when I'm on Facebook, I'm on Facebook. When I'm on YouTube, I'm on YouTube. When I'm on Instagram, I'm on Instagram. And I really don't like going other places. Now, I know what you're thinking. You're like, well, that's awfully hypocritical, Shaleen, because you will often post links for people to go to other places. Yes. However, the content that I post is complete, as complete as is possible in that particular platform. Say, for example, I am posting um, a workout tips. I give you the full tips in that video. Now, I might tell you where you can click a link to download a free diet book, but I've already given you everything you came for on that particular social media platform. Now, I recognize that this is a very common practice. A lot of people think this is a fantastic way to build other platforms, like to watch the full video, head on over to my, my blog. And I think we can do that. I personally believe we need to do it sparingly because if that's all that we're doing, then there's no reason for me to come back to your Instagram page. So to go back to a previous question from Tori, Tori is using, as she said, was experimenting with what she called teaser videos. So when I went to Tori's Facebook page, she's posting a little teaser video where she's saying, hey, this month we're talking about decorating in green. It's the popular color this year. And if you'd like to find out more, please be sure to head over to my YouTube channel. And then her call to action was, oh, and do me a favor, please be sure to share this video. And there were no shares of that video and very few comments or engagement. And that is because somebody's on Facebook. They, they are on your like page because they want value. And the value wasn't there. This is my personal opinion, Tori. I would give them everything they came for. I would give them that full video. And, and then for engagement, I would ask something that relates to the person who's watching the video. So in other words, I would say, how do you feel about decorating with green? What's your least favorite shade of green? And then that way, people love to talk about themselves, you know? And so you'll see that almost every post that I do, I'm either asking their opinion or I'm asking for their feedback. And sometimes, yes, the call to action is, you know, please be sure to share this video. But then even then I try to make it about them. I'll say, tag someone who means the world to you. Or if you know somebody who's inspired you and their face came to mind when you saw this post, please tag them. So it's more about them than it is about me. Now to get back to Molly's question. So Molly, you're building this YouTube channel and that's really important. My recommendation to you would be to do this. Spend a lot of time on YouTube. Interact with absolutely every comment you get on YouTube. Subscribe to other people's channels. Comment regularly to people who are commenting under videos of channels that are similar to the type of content you feature. And then don't forget, there are so many great opportunities on YouTube for YouTube advertising. Molly, I happen to know that you are a member of the Marketing Impact Academy, so I strongly encourage you to go back into the YouTube Impact Lessons. And in there, you'll see that full tutorial on how to place a banner ad for literally a penny 
over each one of your videos that directs them to, say, your podcast feed on iTunes or directs them to the next video. Building your YouTube subscribership, your community, and your engagement, for the most part, means you've got to be on YouTube. And the same is true if you're trying to build engagement and followership on Facebook, you need to do it on Facebook. And of course, you know, I'm going to say the same thing about Pinterest and Instagram. And here's the other reason why I'm just not a fan of saying for the rest of the video, go to YouTube or for the complete video, go to my Facebook wall. And again, I think it's okay to do sometimes. We just need to do it sparingly. Let me explain why. So Molly, if you were to post a snippet of your video on Facebook, you're asking someone to then go from Facebook to YouTube. And when they're watching your video on YouTube, I assume ultimately you would love for them to go to your website. So now really what you've done is added one extra step, one extra stop along the journey. If ultimately what we want are for people to opt in to our newsletter, opt in and receive our free gift, or if ultimately we want people to see what we have to offer, if ultimately we want them to go to our website, well then I say eliminate that extra step. If nothing else, create a separate outtake for the video you're going to post to Facebook. Even if you just create a graphic in Canva that says to work with me or to find out more, please visit my website. That way you don't have to re-record the outro for all of your videos. You could just put that graphic in on the last screen of the video, upload it organically to Facebook. And then you're eliminating one extra step. If somebody's watching your entire video interview, uh, the, the whole Molly Motivate show, they don't have to watch that and then go, hmm, I guess I better go subscribe to her YouTube channel when ultimately you're hoping to engage with them on your website, Molly Motivates. These aren't hard, fast rules. These are best practices. I think we all have to look at what, what do we like when we're in social media? What bugs you? What, what, what makes you click? What makes you go, oh, that's kind of annoying. Like, you know, just ask yourself the next time you're scrolling through your favorite social media platform, what kind of things drive you bonkers and make you unfollow people or hide their posts? What kind of things make you engage? What kind of things do you respond to? What kind of things do you share? Looking at our own behaviors are the best way to attract people who are just like us, aka our lifers. This episode of The Shalene Show was brought to you by the Courageous Confidence Club. If you're part of the club and you're changing your life and you've got new friends and the support of some incredibly positive, loving people, we want to hear about your experience. Go to shalenejohnson.com forward slash podcast and leave me a message. So until we get a chance to spend some time together again, I wanted to take a moment to share with you some of these really cool messages. And again, if you want to leave me your own message about this episode or about your experience in the Courageous Confidence Club, you can do that by going to shaleenjohnson.com forward slash podcast. That's right. It's the same place where you can leave a voicemail message and get all of the show notes from this episode. 